0: Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross-Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. There's been a lot of natural disasters recently. You guys had the worst weather. I can't remember San Diego ever having such brutal weather. And so I've been reading in the last few weeks headlines that say things like this. Mother Nature unleashed her wrath. And it hit me. The same people who object to assigning gender to God have no problem assigning nature a gender as though nature is a person with a will.
1: Well, as long as Mother Nature cooperates with their global warming and climate change agenda, then it's just fine.
0: I think that all comes under the heading of worshiping the creation rather than the creator. Anyway, I wanted to throw that in. Now, I wanted to mention this. The Old Testament is full of stories about Israel facing decision, Saul was the first king of Israel, because Israel wasn't content to have God as their ruler. They wanted a king like everybody else. And so they got Saul. That was the choice that they made. And in fact, you know, when Samuel was kind of feeling sorry for himself, God said, hey, they didn't reject you, they rejected me. Elijah challenged the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. And when he called down fire, all of a sudden people started saying, the Lord is God, the Lord is God. But it was the force them into a decision. Daniel's three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which were really not their, that wasn't their Hebrew names, but they chose the fiery furnace over worshiping a statue. What is it about statues in religion, by the way?
1: I Uh, guess a statue is a great big thing that you can look at. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's a certain majesty to a statue.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. But anyway, they chose to not go with the flow and the political pressure, and they wouldn't bow down and worship the statue, and they made a choice, and they were thrown into the fire and, of course, survived it. And in the New Testament, the Jews chose Barabbas over Jesus in front of Pontius Pilate. Which, by the way, Mel Gibson accurately told that story and has filled the passion of the Christ. And when he did, he was accused of being a racist. I can make those sense. And as
1: somebody people. who is both a Jew and a Christian, a Jew converted to Christianity, there is no racism or anti-Semitism in the New Testament.
0: No, whatsoever. Or even in Mel's film, I think. But, no, he was just uh, anyway, portraying
1: accurately what happened. Yeah, and even though yeah, the Jewish Sanhedrin was, did not like Jesus, the people that were following Jesus were also Jewish. So back to
0: the choices, the challenges.
1: It's summed up when Joshua took
0: over the lead of Israel and they crossed over the Jordan into the Promised Land. And he issued this challenge. He said, If it is undesirable in your sight to serve the Lord, Choose for yourselves today whom you will serve: the gods of your fathers that your fathers served, who are beyond the Euphrates, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are now living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that's always been the challenge: who are you going to serve, Bob Dylan? You got to serve somebody. And I believe that we are in another time of decision. Now, three years ago, I said on this show, Joe Biden stole the election fair and square. (laughs) And I'm sticking to that. But it should have never been close enough for them to steal the election. The American people have been either dumb enough or deceived enough to elect Bill Clinton twice, Barack Obama twice, and Joe Biden once. And By the way, Biden, he might be the worst president in history, at least in my lifetime. But his predecessor, Barack Obama, probably did the most damage, was the most divisive. I mean, and he made Creepy Joe the Vice President.
1: (laughs) their policies were just as bad. It's just that Obama could do it with polish and finesse, which Joe does not have.
0: Well, as long as the teleprompter was working.
1: Uh, (laughs) He didn't always uh, do too well on that teleprompter, though.
0: No, he didn't. When that thing broke down, he he just started stuttering around. He sounded just like Joe. But here we are. 2024 is, again, decision time for America. And it seems like every election I say, this is the most important election ever. And then every time it is— That's because our country's
1: dangling by an even thinner thread each election.
0: I'm I'm telling you. And now I'm not saying that it's the same as Israel choosing a God, but in a sense it is, because what you vote for, the platforms, the policies, if you vote for someone who has no conscience about murdering babies— and I'm I'm talking about abortion, but that's what it is. It's murder—it's taking innocent human life. If you don't have a problem voting for somebody that supports that, I don't think you're siding with the God that I know in the Bible. If you support someone who trashes the Bible and says we need to keep God out of our government, you have questions about your loyalties. Now, just about every president that I can think of has claimed to have some faith, they've claimed some religion or something. But there have been very few that really put it to practice and acted out a Christian version of leading this country. I know they have a president's prayer breakfast and things like that all the time, but folks, we're at a time where we need to pray that things change in this country and that we get some godly leadership, that we get some moral leadership, and we quit selling our souls to the devil, because that's what I think America has done. Oh, I'm getting all political here, Bob. That's okay, isn't it? It's okay by me. I, I think that this year is really really critical and i think there was a point when i was thinking donald trump didn't have a chance of winning this election I'm not so sure about that. I think Donald Trump may
1: very well... Well, the the Democrats know he would win. That's why they're trying to keep him from running. They're trying to get his name removed from the ballot. These court cases are just outrageous. So they want to win the battle in court, they know they can't win it at the ballot box. They can cheat there. But I don't even think they have faith in their ability to cheat this time. Because, like you said, if if it's not close enough, they can't really pull off all the cheating. I mean, they'll cheat, but they can't pull off enough. So they're trying to keep him from running at all. They know full well. I mean, you would think... Think that a gadfly could beat Joe Biden, but this is Donald Trump. We're going from one of the best presidents we've had to absolutely the worst, yeah. and or one of the three the worst, most, as Brendan pro, would put it.
0: Maybe the most pro-life president that we've had in the era of Roe v. Wade. He put Supreme Court justices on there with the understanding that they would be pro-life. And, yeah, he's so, done things
1: that conservatives have wanted to see for years, and yet how many conservative never Trumpers do we have because they don't like the guy's tweets?
0: Yeah. Well, they say they want. But, you know, actions speak louder than words, and and how they vote in the Congress and Senate tells you a lot about what they really believe. Anyway, whether you vote or not, and that's odd for me to say, but pray that we have a turnaround in this nation. We we are, as Bob said, we're dangling by a thread, and there needs to be a turnaround, and I've said this a hundred times on this show, I think we need a genuine spiritual renewal. We need a revival. We need uh, repentance in this country, and we need people to turn to the Creator of the universe and seek Him. Similar to what Joshua challenged, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, and that's what I would like to see the House and the Senate, (laughs) serve the Lord. And I just don't know. All we can do is wait it out. We're having early voting for for some primaries and local offices here start tomorrow in my state. And there are people I will vote for because they support programs and agendas that are more in line with what I believe as a Christian. And so it is important to support those people. And if you know what you're doing, if you're educated, then vote. If you don't know anything about it, you're doing more harm than good sometimes but we're at a critical time in our country's history right now so I just appeal to you if you do nothing else pray that this country will turn I'm running out of time here I think let me ask you this if we got a minute who would you like to see Trump pick as a running mate if he gets the nomination
1: well right now anybody except Nikki Haley (laughs) I'm so disappointed
0: none of the above (laughs) that's what she's gonna be saddled with I think that's her legacy that, that work. None of the above got more
1: votes than she Yeah, did. Jim's referring to the Nevada primary, where people voted yeah, none of yeah. the above instead of Nikki Haley. Her yeah. statement that oh. you should be of a certain age before you could run for president, that is so outrageous, and she's using Biden as the fodder and then transferring it over to Trump. She served under his yeah. administration. If she thought he was so old, why did she serve in his administration? I actually really like Ramaswamy, and I think he would make an excellent VP because he can articulate in a linear way the things that Trump's Says through shock value. Well, Jim, we're out of time, so we'll have to hear who you would like to see him pick as a running mate next time.
0: Next time.
1: (laughs) All All right. right. God bless you, everybody. We'll see you next time.
0: The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.